In this episode, we're going to configure extended access controllers. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. Two employees need access to services provided by the server. PC1 only needs FTP, while PC2 needs web access. Both computers need to be able to ping the server, but they cannot ping each other. We'll be discussing configuring, applying, and verifying an extended numbered ACL, and also an extended name ACL. Greetings to my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Tracer Lab 5.4.12 Configure Extended ACLs Scenario 1. Here I have our Packet Tracer Lab open. On the left side, we have our work area where we have our configuration, we have our topology there. On the right side is the actual Packet Tracer activity window that opens up that has the instructions. I don't need the Word document here because we don't have any questions to fill out this time. So I can just use the normal packet tracer activity window that opens. Here is our layout. In the center, we have a router. That router has three switches connected to it. They each have their own individual LAN and we'll be configuring our access control list on the router here to control access to these different local area networks. Over here on the right, we have our addressing table. We have all of our devices. We have the interfaces. We have what their IP addresses are, what their subnet masks are. Down to the instructions. Part one, configure, apply, and verify an extended numbered ACL. Step, step one, configure an access controller to permit FTP and ICMP from PC1 LAN. From global configuration mode on R1, enter the following command. So we're gonna configure an access control list here. I'm gonna go ahead and click on R1, slide it over, make sure I'm on the CLI tab. I click the CLI tab, make the window a little bit bigger going right to left. That allows it to lay out a little bit better. Hit enter, no password required. So I can go ahead and type enable right away. It brings us into privilege exec mode. Now to enter an access control list, you have to be in global configuration mode. Let's go ahead and type config T. Now we are in global configuration mode. The first thing we have to do, we have to start entering our access control entries. How we do that for the access list is we type in access dash list, and then the lab is having us put a space question mark. When the space question mark in here, it lists all the options we can do. Now we have to find out what the first available number is for an extended access control list. Our first line here, it says one to 99 is a standard access list. We don't want that. We want, we want the extended list. And so that range is 100 to 199. So our first number is 100. When I put that question mark in here, it repeats everything up until that question mark. So I can just go ahead and enter in my information. So I can go ahead and put 100 in there. That's what we're gonna have here. And if we follow along in the lab, that takes us down to step B. We have the 100, we put a question mark, and now it's asking, what do we want to do with this access control entry? Do we want to deny traffic with it? 
Do we want to permit, or is this just going to be simply a remark statement? Well, what we're going to do is we're we're looking to permit FTP traffic. So down here on 1C, we are going to permit FTP traffic. So we're going to type the word permit. And then put a space with a question mark. When we put that space with a question mark after permit, it'll list out all the protocols here that we can put in there. And we can see we got EIGRP, ICMP, IP, OSPF, TCP, and UDP protocols. FTP is a TCP protocol. And so what we can do here is put TCP in here. If we look at our lab, step 1D here, when configured, this ACL should permit FTP and ICMP. ICMP is listed listed above, but FTP is not because FTP is an application that uses TCP. So what we're going to do is we're going to put TCP in here and then put another question mark and see what they're looking for next. Next thing we're looking for is a source address. That source address. The source address represents a single device such as a PC, but by using a, the host keyword, then the IP address of PC1. Using the keyword any permits any host from any network. Filtering can also be done by a network address. In this case, it is any host that has an address belonging to 172.32.34.64 sorry, 27. Now, if we take 172.22.34.64, when we convert that into binary, especially this last octet here, the 64, that turns into all zeros in the in the network portion. Sorry, in the host portion. So that means this is a network address. Let's go ahead and enter in this network address. So we got TCP up there. Now let's go ahead and enter in our network address of 172.22.34.64. And then we're going to put in a question mark here. Now it's saying we are looking for the source wildcard bits. So we need to create a wildcard. Now, to calculate the wildcard here for a slash 27 network, like what they gave us, the slash 27 is our subnet mask. That means we have 27 ones followed by five zeros. The wildcard mask, we invert the ones and the zeros. Here is our slash 27 written out in binary. That is the equivalent of 255.255.224. So three 255s followed by a but when we calculate the wildcard mask from the subnet mask, we we change the ones into zeros and zeros into ones. So from the subnet mask, we invert those numbers to that wildcard mask. And so what happens is we got 27 ones here. That means we invert those and gives us 27 zeros. And then in the subnet mask, we have five zeros here. So we invert that and we have five ones here. We convert that into Got a decimal notation. So eight zeros is a dot zero. Eight zeros is another dot zero. Our third octet of all zeros is another zero. And then we have zero, 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 one, 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 five ones. Convert that into decimal. You got a one plus a two plus a four plus an eight plus a 16. 
add those together, that gives us 31. So our wildcard mask is 0.0.0.31. We can go ahead, enter that in here on R1. That was 0.0.0.31. And let's go ahead and put another question mark in there. When we put that next question mark in here, it's going to ask for something to do with the destination. You configure the destination address. In this scenario, we're gonna be filtering traffic for a single destination, for a single PC, which is that server. So we wanna filter it on that server's IP address. Enter the host keyword. So we're gonna use the word host because we are matching a single PC, we're matching a single device on the network, we're using the host. We're not gonna have a different, we're not gonna use the word any, we're not going to put in a network address. So we're gonna put in the keyword host here. So we put in host and then a question mark. After we enter the host keyword, we have to put in the server's IP address. So we can go ahead and do that. I have the word host. Now we can put in the server's IP address, which is 172.22.34.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.
port of 21, which is a commonly known FTP port. So we're going to allow FTP through there. We have that entered in there. We can go ahead and or we have the command typed in there. Hit enter, enters that in. Next command here, create a second access list statement to permit ICMP traffic. ICMP is our ping traffic from PC one to server. Note that the access list number remains the same because we're just adding on another access control entry in that access control list remains the same. And then we're just going to specify ICMP traffic. The second access control entry is going to be very similar to the one we just entered. And so we can start typing it in. So we are in access list. And then we're same number because we're adding just another entry into that list of 100. And we're going to permit because we're looking to permit ICMP traffic like pings through there. And then this is where we're going to be a little bit different. I put my question mark in there. Originally, we, we did TCP. FTP is part of the TCP. But we're just going to allow the entire ICMP protocol to go through. That includes ping. So instead of TCP, it's going to be ICMP for us. And then from PC1's network, and that's, and we'll be having the same network portion as we did, or same source portion as we did from up above. So it's 172.22.34.64 with a wildcard mask of 0 0.0.0.31. So three zeros followed by a .31. And then allowing it to our server which is once again, a, that specific IP address. So we can use the host command and put in the IP address of the server, just like we did in the previous access control entry. So we got host and then the specific IP address 172.22.34.62. We're gonna just allow the entire CMP to go through. So we, we're not gonna look for anything. We're not gonna look for anything specific. We're just going to go ahead and press enter at this at this point right here. All other traffic should be denied by default. That means we're going to use that implicit deny at the end. We don't have to type in anything, but at the end, there's always that deny any. There's a deny any. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at our access list. We need to get out of global configuration mode. So I'm going to go ahead and type exit. From privilege exec mode, we can enter in the command show space access dash lists and it'll list out all of our access list. Okay, Cisco operating system was kind enough to tell me I made an error. Cisco says you may, we have an invalid input detected by this little up arrow. Right here's this up arrow and it's pointing right here. So right in this area here, I have a problem. If you look there, I spelt the word access wrong in access list. I have to go in and correct that. So what I do is up arrow once, left up arrow once. If you do it too many times, you just use the down arrow. So up arrow to, to where I made my error, left arrow over, correct the word access, hit enter, and it'll list it out. Cisco operating system, no news is good news. If you do it correctly, it won't yell at you for it. But if you do it wrong, it'll definitely let you know. So the show access list lists out all the access lists I have set up. I only have one right now. It's an extended one. 
because we're looking at filtering on the protocols and source and destination addresses. It's in the IP suite. It's an access list of 100. We have our sequence number 10, where we're gonna permit TCP traffic from PC1's network to the host here at this IP address, which happens to be the server, and permit any that traffic equal to FTP. We have sequence number 20, where we're gonna permit ICP, ICMP traffic from PC1's network again to the server. And at the end of this, down here, this is where we have that implicit deny. You don't have to type it in, but at the end here, there's a deny anything. So if it doesn't get, if it doesn't get processed by sequence 10 or sequence 20, it goes down to essentially what we would call sequence 30, and that's a deny any, and we're just going to delete everything there. So make sure you always have some permits in your access list. On to step two. Step two, apply the ACL on the correct interface. Okay, so on R1's perspective, all traffic, I'm going to minimize this. So on R1 here, the traffic that ACL100 applies to is inbound from the network to the G00 interface. So from the PC1 network, the G00, so traffic from this network is coming into our G00 interface that is destined for this server up here. So what we're going to do is best practice for an extended ACL is put it as close to the source as possible. So that means the traffic is coming from here. We're gonna put it as close as possible, which means it would be the G00 interface. And and if we put it on this interface, we're going to filter the traffic that is coming into the G00 interface on R1. Okay, let's get back into the configuration, the CLI here of R1. Now to apply that, what we do is go into the interface, but first we have to go into global configuration mode. So go ahead and type config T. Now we go into that interface of gig 00. So we can type in interface and then gig zero slash zero now we're in the configuration of the interface this is where we apply that access list so we start off with ip and then the term here is access group access dash group how i think of it is the group of access control entries we're assigning here then you put the name or the number we're doing a numbered one here so we put our, our number of our acl here which is 100 and then the direction. And once again, we're applying it to all traffic, all traffic from this network that is going in this interface into the G00 interface. So our direction here would be in. Step three, verify the ACL information. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and minimize our one from PC1 to server, or sorry, ping from PC1 to the server. I'm gonna go ahead and click on our PC here. Click on the desktop tab, click on the IP, or sorry, the command prompt app here, and then ping the server. So we can go in here and type ping 
then the server address of 172.22.34.62. Now make sure you spell the word ping correctly. I caught that I didn't. This should work, hopefully, because we're allowing that to go through. First one, first ping failed, but the next three, three worked. What happened was, is we had to do some ARP lookups. Those ARP lookups took long enough to fail our first ping attempt, and then the other three worked. Now, just to verify that it all worked for sure, I'm gonna repeat that command. I hit the up arrow once, hit enter, and now we're gonna send out four echo requests. We're gonna get four back or get back four echo replies. Our ping has worked. Over here to step 3B, FTP from PC1 to the server. Username and password are both Cisco. From our command prompt here, we can actually enter into an FTP client. What we can do is type in FTP and then the IP address of our web server, which is 172.22.34.62. Press enter, and now it's gonna ask you for a username. So this is a command line based FTP client. And so our username and password, once again, is both lowercase Cisco. So go ahead and type in Cisco. Password is Cisco again. And we have now made a successful FTP connection to our server. Once again, that is what our access control list is allowing us through the gig zero zero port. Now to exit out, we can go ahead and type quit. We are now back at the command prompt on our PC. On to step 3D. Ping from PC1 to PC2. Destination should be unreachable because of our ACL. So I'm gonna minimize PC1, open up PC2, click on the desktop tab, click on our command prompt app here, and I'm gonna go ahead and type in ping, and then we're going to PC1. PC1's address is right here on our topology. And so we have 172.22.34.66. And what's happening is, is PC1 is sending echo reply here from PC2 to R1 to PC1, but then we have an echo reply that's coming back from PC1 to R1 to R2. The, what we're allowing through is the ICMP between PC1 and the server. We're not allowing the ICMP between PC1 and PC2. That is why we have failed four times over here. The access list is blocking it because of the destination or because of we are on this bottom right network, the network of PC2. That takes care of part one. On to part two, configure, apply, and verify an extended named access control list. So step one, configure an ACL to permit HTTP access and ICMP access from PC2 LAN. So from the LAN that PC2 is on, we're going to permit HTTP and ICMP. Going back to R1 here, dealing with access list, we do that from global configuration mode. We are in interface configuration, so go ahead and type exit once. 
brings us back to global configuration. And let's go ahead and type in IP space access dash list, then put a space question mark first. I gotta spell access correctly. Now I'll put a space question mark in here. It tells us we either have to put in the word extended or the word standard. And because we are creating an extended one here, that's what we're gonna use. Extended. So back to our instructions, you can configure the name as standard, standard or extended. This, this access list filters both source and destination IP addresses. Therefore, it must be extended because we are specific in saying we're looking at the source and destination and allowing that traffic. We have to make it an extended. We just can't use a standard there. We're going to enter in HTTP underscore only, all caps as the name. So for Packet Tracer, we need to make sure we match that exactly. So we type in the word extended, then we put in a space and then cap in all, in all caps, HTTP underscore O-N-L-Y. And that's the name of our named extended access control list. The prompt changes when we hit enter. So I'm gonna go over here on R1, hit enter. Notice our prompt has changed. We went from global configuration mode right here, and now we are in configuring an extended, we're, we're doing an extended ACL, and in particular, we are doing a extended named access control list. N-A-C-L, named access control list. We're doing an extended named access control list. All devices on the PC2 LAN need TCP access. Enter the network address followed by the question mark. First, we got to enter the word permit. We're going to permit and then TCP traffic because FTP is part of it. We put in the PC2 LAN address, which is 172.22.34.96. And let's go ahead and put a question mark in here. Question mark is now we're looking for a wildcard mask. To get the wildcard mask, what we did the first time was looked at the binary. We looked at the binary of the subnet mask, converted all the ones into zeros, and then converted it back into dotted decimal notation. There's a different method, the second method. What we can do is take for 255, so 255.255.255.255, quad 255s, and then subtract the dotted decimal notation of the subnet mask from that. Subtract each of the octets that will give you the wildcard mask. Here, we have the four 255s written out. So 255, 255, 255, 255, and then we have the subnet mask for our network. Our network here has a slash 28. It is a slash 28. Slash 28, when you write it out in dotted decimal notation, is three 255s, and then the last octet turns into a dot 240. Now we subtract the first line from the second line by octet. That gives us here in the first octet, 255 minus 255, gives us a zero in the first octet of our wildcard mask. Second octet, 255 minus 255 gives us a zero in the second octet. 
for our wildcard mask. Third octet, 255 minus 255 gives us another zero. Third octet is another zero. So right now we have 0, .0, 0.0.0. .0. And then in the fourth octet, we have 255 minus 240. 255 minus 240 gives us 15. Our wild card mask is 0 0.0.0.15. We can go ahead and type that in here. So 0 0.0.0.15. Finish the statement by specifying the server address as we did it in part one. And so what we do here is we can go ahead and say and I'm in the CLI of R1, we can say the keyword of host because we're matching that host IP address. And that host IP address, once again, was 172.22.34.62. And then we're gonna filter on WWW traffic, HTTP traffic. And that would be EQ to equal and I'm gonna put a space question mark and we are gonna filter on World Wide Web HTTP traffic port 80. So I can just go ahead and type in www and press enter. Onto step one F here. Create a second access control list to permit ICMP traffic from PC2 to the server. And so this is from the PC2 network to the server. The prompt remains the same and the specific type of ICMP traffic does not need to be specified. Go ahead and type our command in here. So it's permit, and we are looking at permitting ICMP traffic instead of TCP this time. Then we can put in PC2's network, which was 172.22.34.62. With a wildcard mask of 0 0.0.0.15 to the host of, and then we can type in the keyword host, and that IP address once again was 172.22.34.62. And then we're gonna block or we're gonna permit all CMP or ICMP traffic through there, so we don't need to filter out anything else. We can just press enter, and that creates our that creates our second access control entry all other traffic is denied by default once again then we'll use that implicit deny at the end of our acl we are done creating it so we can go ahead and type exit here in r1 our prompt takes us back to global configuration let's go ahead and look at our access control list so we're in global configuration type exit one more time and then that, that command to show us our access control list here is show space access dash list. Once again, I spelled access wrong. Go in there, correct it again. And here's our two access control lists we have configured. The first one is an extended access list, which is numbered 100. That has our, our two values here. Then here is the one we just created. It's another extended IP access control list. And instead of being a numbered one, here is our name, HTTP only. And so our first sequence number, we're permitting, we're permitting, permitting traffic starting here at the source of PC2's network destined for the host at this IP address. And 
we're allowing web traffic only. Anything else is not going to be allowed. Sequence number 20, we're permitting ICMP traffic from PC2 LAN to the host of our server. And then at the end, we have that implicit deny. You don't have to type it in, but it's that deny any is at the end where we're gonna deny any traffic that did not meet sequence 10 or sequence 20's criteria. Step two, apply the ACL on the correct interface to filter traffic. So looking here, we are filtering traffic. Extended ACL should be placed as close to the source as possible. All of our source traffic is starting down here on the PC2 LAN. So this access control list is on R1 and to place it as close to PC2 LAN, it, it goes on this interface right here. This interface happens to be G01. So we're gonna place that access control list here on G01 and we're gonna filter traffic that is going into that interface. We're gonna going into that interface, into that router. So it'll be for inbound traffic. Okay, let's go ahead and set that up. We are in privilege exec mode. We need to be in global configuration mode. So go ahead and type config T. From here, we can go into our interface of G01. So interface G0 slash one. Now we're in the configuration. This is where we apply that access control list. Start off here with IP because it's part of the IP suite. And then the word here is access group. Now it's not access list, it's access group. And how I remember it, it's a group of access control entries we're applying there. And now, oh, I got to spell the word access right. So we got access group. And after that, you either put the name or the number. We're, we did a named one. And so that name here was in all caps letters, HTTP underscore O-N-L-Y. So HTTP underscore only. And then once again, we're gonna filter it on inbound traffic on our gig zero interface. So we just put the direction of in. We can, once we have that there, press enter and it applies that to that interface. Go ahead and minimize this onto step three, verify the ACL implementation. Ping PC2 or ping from PC2 to this server. So I'm gonna go ahead and click on PC2 here. And I'm gonna type in ping and then the IP address of our server, which is 172.22.34.62. We send out four echo requests. We got back four echo replies. All CMP traffic is allowed through that interface. Step three B from PC2, open a web browser and enter the IP address. The web page of the server should be displayed. So right here in PC2, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna close the command prompt. How you close the command prompt is, you see where it says command prompt and the blue line all the way over, there's this X. Click on the X. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna expand this window going left, right a little bit. Here we have the web browser app. I'm gonna go ahead and click on the web browser app. And up here in our URL, I'm gonna put in the IP address for our server, 172.22.34.62. Put that address in there, hit enter, and we come to this glorious text-based only web page. But it is a web page and it does show us we 
are allowing traffic through our ACL on, on that router to the server. We are allowing that web traffic to travel through there. And then step 3B, FTP from PC2 to the server. The connection should fail because we're not allowing FTP traffic. We're only allowing web traffic and ICMP traffic. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna close the web browser. So up here on the blue line where it says web browser, on the far right side, click the X, closes our web browser, open up my command prompt again. In my command prompt, we can open up the uh, command line based FTP client by typing in FTP, and then you put the IP address of your FTP server in there, 172.22.34.62. Go ahead and press enter, and it's gonna try to connect. And it's gonna sit there and it's gonna try and it's gonna try, and it's not gonna work once again because we have an access control list looking at traffic here and only permitting web traffic, not FTP. We're only allowing web traffic and ICMP traffic. So on PC2, when we tried to do this FTP to the server, it tried to do that connection. It gives us an error and then it fails. And it puts us back here at our C prompt. That was Packet Tracer Lab 5.4.12 Configure Extended Access Control List Scenario 1. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There, you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.